The content expressed on this podcast is not to be taken as fact or inside information. The opinions expressed are for entertainment purposes only. It's all love. Welcome to the culture. I do this for my culture. Diversity in this city, the types of people. Let's talk about the transplants and the vocals. Um, we got anything for social media versus the culture? Ash. You got anything for social media versus the culture? As far as facelift, you want to go back to do the uh, Twitter X threads joint? Timer. Timer is accurate, right? Wait. The huh? timer is accurate to the time that's being recorded. Life. This is Do Stacks the God. Be careful what you pray for. We in the building with my man. Yeah, man. It's International Nash here. You already know what time it is. Yeah, man. So we back again. It's another week. Um, shit, a new month. You feel me? And uh Yeah, man, we in September. It's Virgo season. You know I mean Labor Day weekend? I hate when we timestamp shit, because by the time you get to this, it might be motherfucking March. Nah, we about to we're we're, we're correcting that. No, not by the time you we give it to him by the oh, time he reaches just... them. You, you feel me? Nah, man. We about to correct all that, too. It's about to be instantaneous. People about to be on it. They about to be biting. We about to have the drop. demand up. Yeah, bro. Those, I do want to create a frenzy. Some yeah. type of little, you know, interest. I, w- I want anticipation. That's my goal for 2024. Streets need it, man. Yeah, I want anticipation. And I need more silky beats like this to talk over. You know what I mean? Nah, I felt like look, bro. When I came on this bitch right now, it was like I wasn't even like... Trying to like get in the way. I was just like, you know, hey, you know, <laughs> nah, for real. Mean? That's why we gave y'all that extended intro just to set a mood because 
the thing is, man, this counterculture life, if you chilling with us, we want you to feel like you actually with us. That's the time to really roll up your preferentials and pour you a glass <laughs> and like, you know, do what you need to do to unwind. Cause this is Deuce, when 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 do we want them to listen? Cause to me, this is mm. like, I want you to listen to this on your way to sleep in the evening. Like when you winding down and you about to like <laughs> chill. I want you to listen to our podcast. I want you to listen to Counterculture Life at the end of a long day. Mm, I mean, see, it depends. Like, normally you want people to consume things how you consume it. Yeah. I normally consume uh, this type of media, like when I'm doing something. You know what I mean? Like, in your background. In the background, it's good to keep your mind off of the spontaneity. I mean, the, uh, you know what I'm saying? The continuous. The rush. The rush. The repetition. Sorry. Yeah, we was talking about the rat race and, like, just the culture of LA and how it's changing. That's why we even on here, because. We really, two L.A. staples, go back and listen to our old work. Sure. You know what I mean? And that's just sure. what's happening is like we're back in L.A. by choice. Some people are low-key stuck. I feel like some people haven't been nowhere, don't want to go nowhere. And we here because we believe in L.A. I think we want to uphold L.A. to the standard that got us here. Like we grew up, it was a pride thing, right? When I go to Texas... It's pride out there. Mm. For real, it's a different type of pride. Like Houston, they go hard, but man, I get the California vibe now, dudes. Like, I'm not gonna hold you. You brought it to me and you said, hey man, shout out to Space Boy. We we <laughs> trying to get this California. We're gonna drop this project. We got a song. We got it's a movement. We doing a show. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not gonna hold you. I didn't get it. I'm like, well, how the fuck is Dallas? As a person that really rocks with the Dallas Cowboys organization, yeah, I can see it because my grandmother indoctrinated me into this is this Cowboy Nation, right? Yeah. So I see that California connection. It's a gang of so Cowboys. So this like I said, this bro, what's crazy about that? Why why the Cowboys are what they are in Dallas and to the world is because the Cowboys seem more like a Los Angeles organization than a Dallas one. You feel me? They like the Lakers. They like the Lakers. They like the Lakers, right? So because and of that. And the fans out here are like Laker fans, and it's a lot of those that coincide for a fact. There are a lot of Laker, Dallas Cowboy fans. Die hard, though. Out here in LA, like the Lake, the Rams. Maybe the same thing as Ram, we love the, the uh, Rams-Cowboys game. Be so crazy. it'll be like, people love the Cowboys, they love the Lakers, and they love the Yankees. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um... So California, bro, I really appreciate what that da- I went to I made that move, y'all. I went yeah. to California. For those that don't know, California is when you go from LAX to Dallas. Or back or and forth. Back and, or from Dallas to LAX. Yeah. But for the sole purpose of that experience of the culture, because the cultures overlap, they kind of clash, they got some similarities. So when did you go to California for the first time, dudes? Tell us how y'all even came up with because you and Space are a lot alike, right? Yeah, so this is crazy. So California is an album by Space he made in maybe 20 shit. I don't I don't, I don't want to say 2014, but it could be then, right? Damn. So that album he had made, and then I, I kind of approached it the same way you did. Space is a person who really merges words together a lot yeah. in unconventional ways. Like, even when I first saw his name, I was like, bro, that should be separate. And he's like, what you mean? I was like, Space, Space Boy. Boy. You know what I'm saying? But he was like, nah. But then Space Boy Fresh, you would think it's three words, but it's yeah, two. But it's, but it's one. One. Yeah. That's his thing. So He puts but, words together. So with, like, California, 
it was him kind of describing his experience as being a Dallas native and being out in California, right? Oh, that's hard. So I gotta go uh, back and listen to that. Yeah, my California so, homework. Um, yeah, that's where the Grizzly Grind come from. Um, yeah, all that. So uh, when we were performing together, when we first started performing together, he'd be performing stuff from California, and I was performing stuff from OPS. And oh, what's OPS? Other people's shit. So, oh, so you was like mixtape deuce. Yeah, so I did, okay. a, I did a mixtape in um, 2017. And Rapping on other people's shit. Yeah. Y'all need to go back and check that. And the cover for that was like basically um, a bunch of balloons, but they were like rappers' heads, you feel me? On the balloons because I was at everybody's neck. Oh, and then Tory Lane stole your shit. With, I'll get you. It'd be like that. So anyway, um, yeah, so we was performing, and then from there I got a real vibe with the music, and... Uh, we've both grown career-wise since then from being people who like was getting on people's shows to throwing our own shows you know what I'm saying wasn't California a show? no no not yet not yet oh sorry y'all yeah it's all good Um, (laughs) it's just speaking into existence but y'all did do a show we, we have done shows and um, oh done, several done, my bad yeah done sets and all that shit about California but there's um some major California things coming in the works just more ways to bridge those cultures those artists um cause what I've learned from being an LA person is kind of the things that come secondhand and they're super accessible to us are foreign in Dallas right but because of that the talent is more outgoing outspoken enthusiastic so those things you can like merge into like if you brought Dallas artists into a LA market it'll turn it up. You know what I'm saying? And then like as far as some of the aesthetic things that are missing from Dallas things, you take that to Dallas from LA and it's like, bro, it go crazy. The energy I. is just a little different. The appreciation is different little, for both things. It's the same things. how you were like, hey, I was out there and it's this. They do the same thing when they come out here. So what I'm going to say about Dallas, what I really, really appreciated coming from L.A. is that there was no shortage in the luxury, you know, the, the finer things. We in L.A., right, we look at the west side of L.A., you know, the Beverly Hills, the anything off La Brea you know, past a certain point is like high end. You know, you can go to the corner of La Brea and Melrose and go left or right on Melrose. It's a pretty well-to-do area. You yeah. know, if you was to get a home over there, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I feel like those uh, types of people that frequent those areas in Dallas, they was cool as hell. Yeah. Very welcoming, very like blendy, mixy. It didn't feel like they were trying to force their way into any spaces where, like, it was a lot of black people. Mm. You know, when you go to black functions and you see the white people that are sprinkled in, they're kind of, like, token, closed off. Maybe they're just with their friends. They may, they look like they don't even mean to be there on purpose. Right. You, you feel what I'm saying? Like, you see white people at L.A. function, they not there to actually function with the black people. They might have seen it online and been like, oh, shit, I didn't think this was like this. In Dallas, it, it depends. It depends. It there depends, are there maybe. are some, but, but there's. I'm, I'm not saying every white person in the mix yeah, is not there to party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I get I'm what saying you're saying. In Dallas, is different. The white people walk in high fiving the black people. That's t- or the black people walk in welcoming the white people like, "What's up? Yeah, take a shot with me. Oh, happy birthday!" Like the uh, mix, the intermix, and the diversity that they demonstrate it's more of integration. Is what we act like we have out here in LA. That's my thing with the mm. exchange, right? It's not as authentic out here because we have mixes in terms of people being in the same spaces, right? 
that's what they don't see everywhere else. But out there, it's different in terms of the interactions, the quality of like the energy, like you said, the the welcomeness, the hospitality, the genuine uh, desire to want to be next to people that are listening to this music. You know, like I myself, when we talk about the types of people that are out here in LA, we speaking on races, right? I think it's not about ethnicity anymore so much because you got so many mixed people coming here you got people from uk london right they <laughs> but they they don't identify necessarily as black they not niggas but they black that's well, kind of they not they niggas in london but out here it's like different you know what it's i mean i feel like bro. i feel like just everybody is um everybody's foreign somewhere and the foreign people are coming here. So they're creating a diversity. They're forcing the diversity. They're bringing their culture with them. Right. Because they're not, you know, coming to L.A. for L.A., so to speak. They're coming for the background, for the environment. And I can say this. not to blend. So kind of what's interesting, right, is as a native. And I think it's different when I go places, too, because I do have, like, a understanding of real estate and property. When I go to places and I look at things and it's like, all right, this should need a facelift. This need a up, you know what I'm saying? This needs a boost. Like it's not it's not good. Now, as somebody who's not from out here coming from somewhere else, maybe like, oh man, this is fire. You know what I'm saying? But being a And that's because of where they coming from, right? Yeah. If they coming from Oklahoma, you damn right this shit fire. But that's like when I went to Miami, right? South Beach, you know what I'm saying? Everybody hypes up, like, oh South Beach, South Beach. What makes South Beach tight is the weather and the people. South Beach is like a worse Venice Beach. Fact. Or Venice Beach adjacent. It's Venice Beach adjacent. And Venice, it's not even Santa Monica. And Venice Beach is disgusting. It's like, yeah. Venice Beach is the alley of beaches out here. And so when I went to... Before, uh, well, it's like a... No, I'll say Doc Waller is the alley of beaches. Shout out to uh, Mr. X, right? I'm going to Mr. X in Dallas. And it's one of those... Uh, kind of like a I guess a beauty in Essex lounge where you uh, can go through a restaurant you gotta check in at the door and then boom the door opens into like a whole club that you ain't even expecting like a speakeasy yeah right so the XO XO I guess restaurant Italian spot it's turned up bro it's fire we definitely gotta go but behind there is the Mr. X club lounge and it looked just like pristine bro just like the furniture is high end and like the wall, the lighting, the set, the setup is all just sections only. If you're gonna be in there, you gotta. It, it feels like Dre's after hours for anybody that's been there. That's what it feels like. But I'm like, this is just a regular club in Dallas. This is pretty fire, and we paid nothing to get in. That's my point. There was no cover. They barely patted us down, and I'm like, this is fire. In LA, this would've been a dub easy. <laughs> no problem. Ten dollars at least to park. So, you know Yeah, you spend at least 40 getting in the door Bro, and then my thing is The valet was $10 mm-hmm. Well, we got a $10 valet Yeah It's 20 to park yourself What <laughs> <laughs> you talking about? You paying a dub to park yourself mm-hmm. And and you got to struggle with that You got to park at the end of the lot If you don't get there on time So the party scene out there Because I guess Everything is so wide open This is another thing that tripped me out about Dallas They talk about our freeways Every freeway they got connect. It's like almost like a big circle. But no matter where you at in the city, it takes 30 minutes and it's tolls all over the place. You can't get nowhere without paying a toll, so you might as well just get this little sticker on your window. That's kind of wild to me. Back to how much it costs to be outside. 
LA is expensive, but Dallas, bro, you better have your bags up because not only are you driving far, but you're driving often just to get anywhere, no yeah. matter what. You That's ain't walking to the store. You're not walking nowhere to just casually not have to drive. That's one of the things that like make me never want to leave LA. Like it's just like when I even when I go to like the IE, bro, I'd be like, man, I gotta drive 20 minutes to get anywhere like it's like bro why can't i just walk somewhere like why can't i just like pull up like that's what let me know how privileged we are with our development which is why we need a facelift because we're so far ahead like we've developed that's why it costs what it costs to be out here because we've developed a landscape and environment where look how convenient it is right yeah like that's something that like honestly you wouldn't understand unless you went somewhere else and even with public transit they don't got it like that they ain't got no train that i didn't see one Oh yeah. Like that shit is different. Um, for sure it is. But the food, bro, one thing about it is the cost of the food and the quality of the food was I didn't pay as much as I would pay out here for great barbecue. Like yeah. Bro, I'm at the spot. My first meal getting there, I get a half rack of ribs, uh broccoli and mashed potatoes. You know what I mean? Just two drinks with the homie. It's happy hour. The drinks are four dollars. So I get him two four dollars, eight dollars for for the homie. I'm yeah, that'd have been that'd have been forty bucks. That big was inside his little head, bro. <laughs> but that's because too, though, right? How we said it's um a bunch of convenience out here. That makes the competition higher. You know what I'm saying? Because of that, I have to charge more. If I'm the only studio in the area, bro, you know what I'm saying, and it's not a bunch of studios and I have a large clientele, I can charge cheaper rates. But if it's like me and 30 niggas in the same area, you feel me, I got to charge you more because I got to compensate for not having a large clientele base. And LA just a place where so many people and there's so many things. Like, you can have a barbecue restaurant and right here on the corner of Jefferson La Brea, it's a dude that be selling barbecue on the corner, bro. And he's going to be there regardless of who show up that day. Yeah. Because out here, you're right, it's, it's a numbers game. And convenience, right? Like, back to the convenience. Everything is reachable. You don't have to go that far to find people. Bro, I don't know, man. I, I loved what I experienced. Uh, California is the thing. I think everybody should take that type of trip. Yeah. Holloradus. You'll see California in the future. When you hear about it, just participate. Cop you something. One thou wow. <laughs> but it's on the way though. And go stream that uh Space Boy Fresh. One word. Yeah. California, that project. Yes, man. It's still it's still go. It's crazy. Bro shot videos in Paris for that and Paris? All type shit. Paris, yeah. California? What? In the IE? You bro. is man, that's big budget right there. Bro, listen to me. When I first heard of Paris, California, I thought it was a joke. I thought I it was a it joke. Was on everything, bro. I did not oh, think it was a real thing. My I didn't hear about God. tell you how uh ignorant I can be towards things. I didn't hear about Paris, California until niggas he was in like Paris, 22. until niggas in Paris came out. And Yo. the only reason I heard about it, cause somebody was like, Man, I'm bumping niggas in Paris in Paris. And I said, bro, that's fucking amazing. He was like, nah, man, it's Paris, California. I said, it's where? He said, bro, stop playing. It's not a thing. I was like, wait, huh? What? Why would they name it that? <laughs> Why would they and call it that? Spell P E R I S. That's nasty work. Yeah, it's not. It's not a type. That's not really. Yeah. I mean, shout out to everybody that. in Paris, California. If you listening to this, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna reach them out there, bro. I don't man, think they, they may. Uh, on, on I don't think they got electricity. Yo. 
first off, I'm so glad we got the disclaimer now because I'm just joking because I don't need nobody from Paris to try to ride. I'm not. I don't give a down fuck, here man. To find me. With, look, so with the disclaimer, I don't give a fuck no more. Like, I'm not joking. No, I'm just Yo, kidding. look, I got this hat on right now that I guess we'll get some uh, visuals later. You'll see it later at the end of this episode. But this hat, I saw it when I was in Dallas. It says, get that hate out your heart with a little heart on it. And it's fire. It's a black trucker. Was a whole brand of things bro so i started looking at the items they have a hoodie with a whole quote on the back of it bro you'll appreciate this it's a globe like a i got the t-shirt version but the hoodie was sick because the quality but it was a globe that was drawn like a cartoon around the globe you already know the quote it says put me anywhere on god's green earth and i triple my worth and on the front it says uh invest no hustle invest repeat like, oh, Fire. I need that. And then they didn't have my size. And I was like, man, he was like, well, we got the t-shirt version. I was like, well, I'll take that. Give me that. And then I seen the hat and I was like, Fire. bro, you not going to believe I paid $35 for both items I'm together. Out. I'm out. I was like, bro, this hat alone, I would have gave you 40. No problem. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> the quality, the sturdiness. Bro, Signing out, man. The, like I said, people pay for quality, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's also think, because what you used to paying too. Yeah, I mean? and that's the that's the California vibe right there is that you can get one thing from one market and make it worth something in the other, right? Like you said, the things that are available out here go for crazy over there, and the things that are available over there may go for much more over here. All right, so. On the whole idea or track of like facelifts, right? And fashion. What fashion-wise you would say like in LA needs a facelift? Like what needs to be like <laughs> sauced up? You know what I mean? Like what do we need to adjust out here? Like what's something that needs like to be gone, man? I don't want to say be gone, but we have to do better with just flannels, bruh. Like not only am I sick of it, but... I'm tired of the same colorways, the same patterns. Like, let's get some diversity or some <laughs> reupholstered flannels. You know what I mean? Like, flannels. come on. Mm. Flannels all day, every day. The black and white checker. The black and red checker. I say fashion-wise, barrettes can just go. Barrettes? Yeah, like, barrettes overall, like, it's never tight. Like, in the little, like, bally ones is weak. The little clippy ones is weak. Like anybody, child, adult who wear barrettes this week, you could just I like literally this might get rid be the of the segment it. where we could really get some COE. <laughs> yeah, bro, I feel like I feel like barrettes like are trash. Barrettes are trash. Mm-hmm. Flannels been... need to be updated and upgraded. Yeah, those are trash. What else is trash? Um, I'm sorry, but like get dickies out of here. Yeah, I mean, well, to like, me, okay, this is thing. If you're bro. not going to work, so pants, ah. Uh, I like Dickie jackets though. I feel like the Dickie okay. jackets is cool. The Dickie brand, no, I'm not saying. That. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying Dickie pants. The pants, yeah. You can't wear Dickie pants with like anything. Get them out of here, right? Yeah. And the thing is, I'm not mad at pro clubs, right? Because Shaka is fine. Pro club is fine. It depends on how you're wearing it though, bro. I mean, it's, it's, they heavyweight tees. They got good t-shirts. If you, I just don't like how. I'm mad at. I'm mad at some. Of, I'm mad at some of the marketing. If we want to be real about that on, shit, on what Shaka? Yeah, man. Like, yeah, it's it's 
I'm kind of smooth. We can let y'all decide on what, but yeah, just look at so it. So what's your brand of t-shirt? Uh, what's the alternative? That's what I'm saying, because like, they not letting that go. Well, bro, like, honestly. They not letting the pro girls and the shockers go. Wear whatever the fuck t-shirt you want, bro. Long as it feel good to you and it ain't no dunk gooseneck on that motherfucker. If it's a dunk gooseneck and that's what you're going for, yeah. you probably one of them puka shell wearing niggas anyway. So bro, are V-necks ever going to die all the way? Because I feel like they keep coming and going. I feel like V-necks be like two steps before somebody come out normally. Like, Damn. V-necks is not ever like, it's, it's a thing that people wear. I think wear. you could get away with it with a blazer, like with a jacket. Like, you can dress it appropriately. You can dress it, but when niggas, you know how like, niggas just wear, wear V-necks, V-necks like that white tees? Yo, yeah, like you I yeah, hate fam, fam, you that, wildin'. bro. You wildin', Thank fam. you. I'm glad we could agree. Okay, so V-necks are acceptable under the right pretense. Yeah. But by themselves is all. By the themselves, you're your way out. Yeah, get out of here, man. Yeah. I agree. Completely agree with that. All right, cool. Let's see like, what else. I don't know what other. Let me see. Yo, can we stop wearing Vans with Nike socks? Like, that shit. It's just a personal thing to me. Niggas do that, though. Like, I mean, but. So, this is the thing, bro. It's like. I don't know. I'm not as strict on uh, sock shoe combinations. combinations but it's like. Don't have some dope socks with weak shoes. Like, if <laughs> shoes is like, like don't nigga, overdo the socks. Like, bro, if you got some chucks on, just wear some regular socks at the most. It can have like one print on the design. You feel me? No, but that's some extra out ass socks. You got the Gucci chucks. socks with the chucks. It's like, nigga, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> or like some fucking Sacconis on with some wild ass like socks. It's like, all right, bro. Some stances. Stance, I love stance socks. Bro. More stances. Y'all need to go spend some money on some quality socks, bro. Yeah, bro. But, yeah, just don't be having no weak shoes on. Like, the thing is, if you got to just kind of, like, figure out, like, if you're going to compromise a part of your fit, don't let it be back-to-back. Like, if you want to have, like, all right, let me have some fire hat on. Let me have some fire shoes. You feel me? Uh, let's say my, my pants <clears throat> and shirt is regular. Cool. But you can't have, like, a trash hat. You feel me? Some trash shoes. Some fire socks. A fire tee and some Reggie shorts. It's gonna be like, the fuck is this nigga doing? <laughs> Yo, that's I mean? how I can instantly tell that like that type of person. Um, <laughs> they'll probably borrow somebody's clothes and not give them back. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, and then just have it in their car. Like, bro, you could have just gave it back. Like that shit all funky. By the time you had groceries on top of bro, my shit. Come on, man. Like, like you, first off, you shouldn't be wearing nobody else's clothes if you over. 18 Yeah like, man That shouldn't it. be a thing brody but Stop it Y'all I, gotta stop with that Yeah And y'all gotta start Taking y'all clothes To the dry cleaners Like I need to see more Clean clothes outside <laughs> Cause for real man It be The dingy radar is up Oh yeah Niggas be dingy And yeah. I'm I mean I, every time We talk about fashion bro My mind just drifts to like Instant LA function catalog Of outfits I've seen Over the summer and Bro it's And crazy. it's always gonna Register with The nightlife Cause I don't know, man. When I see a person that has like a piece of jewelry that look like it costs more than a car, but they outfit be trash, it's like, man, just save it. I hate that. Like that's probably the weakest combination ever. Is when your <laughs> outfit is like straight out the mall, but yo, your bust Bro, down. It's is just like, like no. Nah, it's just the thing is it, everything. Crazy. I like consistency. You feel me? It's like you could be like. I see motherfuckers, bro, be like dressed like clothes is like worth five bands. You feel me? Shoes may be like two, 
you know? Mm-hmm. Iced out. Drive off in a Kia Sportage. It's like, what? Bro, I seen a nigga. Like, that, it, it, why we can't just be consistent? You know what I'm saying? Why couldn't you just, like, downgrade some of that jewelry, bro, and get you a Benz? You know what I'm saying? Or get you something, something that, like, is like, all right, now I know you in Section 8. I know it. I know it now. Like, I didn't before. I was iffy. But yeah. I, you didn't know what that small fork was on the dinner thing either. But now I know for sure. Look, like, bro, and that's the thing when you can tell that somebody don't know what they doing with what they got, right? Like, then it becomes you know at this point the reason why I'm like, if we really want to talk about it, reason why I'm on your head because I know you just a bad investment person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I know like. So yeah, that's a big fashion and finance. Uh, do and don't like can y'all stop with the bad investments on overpriced everything because you can kind of see like that's the thing is right if things are consistent that means you're in a realm you understand you know what i'm saying yeah. a realm you can kind of afford like all right yeah all this is like that because this isn't out of my means but when it's like something that's like a hella high ticket item and then everything else is like oh no that's a that's like not a hanes tea Let's just say mains on the back. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, bro, why are we doing this? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like be consistent, you know? Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Man, uh, shout out to Tony Frio, right? This is September 5th, the fifth project. Uh, y'all both on y'all uh, run with these sequences, right? Because this is five years in a row that my guy has been delivering this project. September. It's a beat tape inspired by fire. his season, right? His birthday coming up, and this is a tape to kind of commemorate. I told him, like, bro, you got to start, like, creating your legacy with your book in series. Everything is about branding and about marketability. You can sell September because every September it's an energy there. September is great for the transition. And I'm going to rap on this. Yeah, bro. So look, if you don't know, Tony Frio at Roadie Collections. It's part of the visuals too, bro. So we're gonna have to really make sure we uh tag and put graphics and all that. Yo, I love how podcasting is so formulaic right now. But I really want y'all to understand that like we building a culture up brick by brick, bro. We building a whole like village. And um these September tapes, they epic. Just like the Found Money series, right? We got Found Money 3 on the way. Yeah, man. Found Money 3 on the way. One Talk about it, bro. One and two out right now. Uh, shit, by the end of the collection, that's going to be 33 joints for y'all, man. So, um, shit, probably in a span of what? Three, four months? <clears throat> so Yeah, yeah I'm going to say like a quarter. You hit them with a, a year's worth of music in a quarter. Yeah, so we're going to... Um, so Since we're talking finance, bro. Look, let me get about Boss Talk back, bro, because people... I'm going to tell you, when I was in Dallas just kind of showing out, getting some little COE, people was really in my DMs like, yo, you look like you just met with Hefe. You know what I mean? You People was addressing me as boss. I'm just like getting respect from young niggas, old niggas. Like, it was lit, bro. I fuck with just rap sessions and how that, uh, how that medallion gives me access to certain conversations with people that I probably wouldn't normally just be allowed to talk to right you walk up with certain uh tokens i think that's what also you know the car that you're in says about you right because i'm pulling up bro in the a6 audi you know what i mean my man was feeling Clean, good right like yeah, i was there. 
Bossed up, bro. Had a little apartment pad, dipped off. Nice little spot, uh, clean. You know what I mean? Everything clean. Everything was just A1. And so just getting around the city in the Audi, just seeing how people, you know, they wasn't trying to press. It was no pressure, bro. So I fuck with Dallas for just the respect factor. You know what I mean? You could tell everybody got a gun on them. You know what I mean? It's like, it's good energy. Yeah. But um, as far as this facelift out here, bro, if we, because I'm watching Snowfall, wrapping it up. And I'm looking at how that was an industry for us, right? So now that that's not really an industry, when you look at like places like Detroit and how like the automotive industry shifted, cars are being made and manufactured elsewhere. Otherwise, it takes away jobs, warehousing, et cetera, et cetera. Things have happened in LA historically with our industries, especially for black people. And we getting money, entertainment, you know, that's been a thing. Hmm. But like now what? What's next? You know, and um, yeah. So speaking of now, what what's next? Um, I wonder. The battery is dying. Okay. Um, on some uh, on some topical shit. Uh, Vince was on um Joe Budden podcast recently, and right. he was talking about you know what I'm saying how the music industry is dead. You know what I'm saying, and what killed it was streaming. You know what I mean? Um, right. So it was interesting, and in that is you're saying like now what's next? Uh, that's the thing. Uh. The time of the renaissance person, you know what I'm saying, is pretty much upon us. You got to have your hand in multiple bags and be able to adjust and adapt, you know what I mean? Um, if not, you're going to die. And it's always been that, you know what I'm saying? But it's just becoming more apparent now because uh, things are becoming simpler for us, right? So, like, the easier things become for us as a whole, the less, like, mystery becomes with it and the less value is put on it. So, if it's like, all right, bro, well... If I could watch this shit on YouTube over and over again on how to become a good jump shooter, I'm not paying you as much, you know what I'm saying, to be a good jump shooter no more. You feel me? So it's the same with like music, right? If everybody can make music and you make the same music as everybody else, why would I be paying you for it? Why would it be a thing? So I totally agree. And that's the value of being an original artist with authentic things to say with real stories to tell and bro i think you as an artist the people that are like tapped in now that i'm seeing the full because you have given me uh insight into privileged information that i will not reveal on this uh platform because yeah. i don't have the permission that's how deep it is right but just knowing that you on your like childish gambino donald glover type of like production you know where you're headed i see it bro 10, 15 years from now, you like residuals. I'm producing this, this, and this. I'm oh, hands yeah. everywhere, right? Like you, you own it, bro. So without giving away what you got going, I know that California is what's next, and this flood of projects that you got, yeah. right? We got EPs coming. We got full albums. We got joint projects. If you in LA and you know about the local rap scene and you know about the real underground spitters like a, a Richard Wright then you'll look forward to this tape with Deuce Stacks and Richard Wright coming so look yeah, man y'all some... just gotta stay tuned like we know you do yeah man this um... is uh, our first break and on that break we got more Tony Frio from that September 5 project yeah. streaming everywhere and we are gonna run this one back this is Sunkiss and if these and these slap I may just freestyle on it today fuck it turn <laughs> 
Stay tuned like we know you do, man. Look, get your uh, preferentials going.
Coast Pod Wars because we put ourselves in the mix. Those who shall not remain nameless. Look, let me just drop the beat. First off, that was Tony Frio. This is Kilimanjaro Beach. We foreign and further and farther than a lot of y'all have ever seen in your lifetime. That's why we came back to give y'all the game. We talking about LA and this facelift, right? So, them other potters out there, they a part of the facelift too because we got to like gentrify these uh, communities that we have because <laughs> they got people coming in taking advantage of us you know what I mean as far as like our culture right they using just terms like OG blank you know in their uh, captions just to get clicks and they really highlighting a lot of just meaningless conversation in my opinion it's too much discussion going on about nothing you know what I mean? Y'all ain't really talking about nothing. And I'm trying to talk about getting it back. Yeah, right? Man. I so want to talk about, like, what we can do as adults to try to make some of our own legal, legitimate bread out here if we're going to be business owners. Because yeah, I'm, I'm no I'm offense I'm going to tell the... you why Nash is dangerous for the for the system and for the world, okay? Because Nash, Nash, Nash is type to put a battery in your back, and then he go all eloquent after, and then it's like, well, you still hot, you go south crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> it I'm just a, happened. He caught me in real time. Yeah, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just say this, man. Um, we on the positive, we on the mm-hmm. good things. You know what I'm saying? All the time, and our focus is that the things whose focus aren't that uh, it's apparent, and um, all positivity and goodwill and wishes towards everything and success, but. Um, at the end, we're going to know what's good. Yeah, we're going to know what's really good and what's really mid. <laughs> yeah, but nah, uh, bro, shit. I think, uh, for one, I want to see more black barbershops. Like, we got a couple cool ones. Shout out to Stakely's. Stakely's, man. Stakely's. Uh, shout out to my man, T. Shout out to um, St. Julian's. Yeah, T. Yeah, T is somebody who was very... Uh, Shit, I can tell you this, man, which is important about black barbers, is like that relationship that you can have with somebody that's outside your family, you know what I'm saying, that you can have a hold of conversation with, you know what I'm saying? Get some guidance. Get some guidance and some game. It's important. So uh, they are pillars in our community, you know what I'm saying, for sure. They important. Yeah, I learned a lot of business wise from T. Like T, uh, (laughs) shit, ended up owning this barbershop. Him and his three homies started off, got it together, I believe. Telling the story correctly, and then at the time, T bro was living three cities away, three four cities away, and he was taking the bus to come to the barber shop. Bro, we were doing the same thing every day, bro, because he didn't have no bread at the time, you know. And um, so you know, what I'm saying stack and do whatever. Now, bro, on a shop in Ladera, the Ladera Center, you know what I mean? Um, 
his wife does real estate. He has a beautiful family. He'd be like getting his kids exotic cars and shit. You know what I'm saying? He's just like really like show you how to keep your head down, focus, and matter. Think about what's important. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, bro. Uh, so keep it a stack. The barbershop is how I know AD, the rapper AD, right? Because his step pops used to cut my hair, and he would be in the barbershop all the time as a young dude. I was going there when I was like 13, so he had to be like, what, 12, 11, rapping. Bro, just really on some rap shit, hip hop shit, we would talk shit about who better than who. That was the barbershop discussion. Oh, yo, nigga, what, you like Nelly? Ludacris way better than Nelly, like that type of shit. And we was just always cool and then wound up going to high school together. But just meeting him at the barbershop outside of school, we just had a different respect for each other because we, like, see the world the same, I guess, because we got the same OGs, the same people giving us game. His dad is in my hair. His dad, to this day, told me some shit. He said, bro, remember, man, the game is for you to work smarter, not harder. So, like, keep doing your thing at King Drew. And I'm like, bro, that shit just stuck with me. And tell I'm you, like, tell you my game that my barber gave me. Yeah, yeah. He said, uh, every man gets their heart broke one time, like completely crushed and destroyed. But it will never happen again and never be the same way again. It will never be the same. Way. And I was like, all right. And that shit happened. And, and I was like, bro. Like, Came back because bro, your hair I was cut. like, bro, like, he was like, yeah, man, I know, man. He's like, it's a thing. You know, it's a, it like, it's a thing, and it is a thing. Yo, for that's kind of dope, bro. Right, like that. Those uh, jewels that they've given us have lasted this long, and they still relevant. And you know, there's plenty of other gems they didn't drop. And bro. it's also, bro, it's just, it's just crazy how much giving love will get you too. You know what I'm saying? Because bro was my barber, and you know, I always had ticks. So when I was in fucking school, niggas was like, "Oh, where you get your hair cut at?" You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, "Over here, bro." I had all the niggas from Hamilton. Over on fucking Crenshaw and Exposition, my nigga, trying to get that haircut. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. In my spot. So, um, it was dope, man. It's just dope, man. It's just dope. And, uh, yeah, barbershop culture. I'm just saying we need more of that. We and need- black black entrepreneurship altogether. I remember there was a black mechanic on the corner of my grandma's oh, house. Facts. And that's where I used to always get my tire filled for my uh, bike when the air would go out. And I would always be like, man, this shit's so dope that they do this for me for free. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, we'll patch my shit or whatever. So, like, even though I've never had an interest in cars, the little bit that I did was for me, like, seeing them. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, um, and that was all off of Western in 36. Like, back then, bro, the whole neighborhood was black. Like, you had, like, of course, like, some Korean spots. You know what I'm saying? People own liquor stores. Like always, but my other barber, Sonny, was black down the street. People who own Hot Burger, like people who own Fat Burger, uh, House of Dimes, like everything over there, bro. Was black all- Burger stands, bro. Where are, what happened to those? It's like the last few standing. They fucking kids didn't want to take over. Bro, it's, they, everybody they really went away. Bro, everybody who, nigga, Johnny's was black owned. What? Johnny's was. Oh, yeah, that's why I closed. Bro, my, my aunt. Worked oh, wow. for Johnny's, bro. Like wow. when she was a teen, you feel me? Yeah. My uh, other aunt worked for Fat Burger, bro. You feel me? Like those like spots in the city and the House of Dimes. Like what I'm saying, all those places that like uh, provided jobs and stability. You know what I'm saying? And something yeah. that people could take home and have something to eat. Like, we really need more uh, black restaurants in the community for sure. Especially feel- on some late night eats, like. Bro, it's a lot. Of, I feel like a lot of media's fucked that up though. Like, people see those things as lower. 
Like it's not like glamorous to own. So we need uh, like black fine dining, like other than Harold and Bell's. Yeah, but like that's the thing. Why gotta be black fine dining? Why can't why it be, be like, fine like for example, like no, like <laughs> like a why steakhouse. Does, I'm saying like oh, Ruby Chris even, or something. But even that, that still is minimizing like the ability and feel. Why can't you like have like Earl's? You know what I'm saying? Earl's was a hot dog cart. You know what I'm saying? It'd be barbecue carts. It'd be like small peach cobbler places. Like right. everything doesn't have to be a cheesecake factory. And, oh, you know I get what, what you're saying? saying. Like we need more, more accessible at, more, at our level yeah. and comfortable. No, I agree, bro. You we know need what I'm more saying? spaces like, where we could be ourselves. We don't have to get in with a collar shirt and a jacket. All of those two nah, spots feel, now feel, are now like... I get what you're saying. Those are all no, like the, the, the Chinese places we go to or the Mexican joints we go to. Or, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Those are all like... Where are those like, for us? Yeah, it's all gone. Like, they're all oh, gone. They've all shit. been like bought. I get bought, what you're saying. You know what like, I'm saying? Like the Master Burger, but it's not like only Hispanics that work there. I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, bro. It's like that. We don't have those. Like, we do need like a chicken wing spot. Where it's not Asian people. Like fresh and meaty. Like even Earls, bro. Earls, they, they got rid of a lot of their black staff, bro. And there'd be a lot of like <sighs> other people in there. Like, I'ma just keep it a buck. Earls like did what everybody else do. Um <coughs> they got the black dollar in there. Once they got the black dollar, they reopened, revamped, sold, and then now these motherfuckers give you less quality food, smaller portions. Raise the price up, and I didn't seen a white person running a shift in there, bro. I didn't seen like all types of races, which is cool, but it's also like I can go places and establishments, and it's only those cultures in there, and nobody finds it offensive. You know what I'm saying? Like you can be in K Town, and it'd be like a staff that's only uh, Asian. The only place I can think of out here that's like that is Fixins downtown at LA Live. And that's because they came with the out-of-town energy, yeah. right, as a unit. Like, we about to run this. And they did, because that rent right there got to be crazy, but they get say, loot. Uh, Grill Fresh is one of them spots off of Slauson. Shout man, out to my but man, you know, that's my problem with that. Why we got to be in the shack off Slauson? Why we can't be in a full What I'm saying restaurant? is that's still okay. Like it the, is. Like, My like, Two Cents is black-owned, I believe. But that's fire. I, we, we need more of My Two Cents. That's the mid-level I'm talking about, where you can pay for quality food, have a sit-down experience. Like if you want to have about and fries, you should be able to sit down. I'm talking about Wings. a holistic restaurant experience. I remember a point when all those things we're talking about, like you said, we had Harold and Bell's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You had a barbecue, you had Phillips. You had um the fish joint. We do need you know our saying? like version of Friday like, though. Like you need all Chilies. of those things. Yeah. And that and that industry's like less being glamorized. Like now it's like, oh I want to be top chef. Yeah, that's fire. Yeah, I cool. want to be a private chef. Fuck cool, that. that's yeah, t- yeah. that's cool, my nigga. But also too, like you're missing out on the whole like so uh, you, the, the whole food trucks that be popping should be brick and mortar somewhere. That's all like billionaire burger boys, bro. They actually are that in Compton right now. They got a barbecue spot, the burger spot, and now they got a pizza spot on the Lotus about to open, and it's all in the Compton uh, area. That's right. Fire. So billionaire burger boys, they doing their thing. I can't overlook them. Um, and I really think that that's all I can think of. <laughs> uh, you know, actually, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, we got a spot out in Vegas. We got like brick and mortar out there, little restaurant front, um, and they got the food truck still. Uh, but yeah, I would love to see like a trap kitchen, like you know, Chinese spot where you can just pull up and grab like quick Chinese food. Man, what I just want is to be able to go to places and they're like black owned and operated, and they're not smoke shops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is cool to have those too, but it's like 
Man, I remember like the cleaners I used to go to, Smith's Cleaners. Man. I was just about to say, what about the black laundry mats? Yeah, That's bro, it was, it was a Smith's Cleaners off of um, Exposition and uh-huh. past Arlington. We got um, no black nail shops. We got like one. Yeah, bro. But, like, that's the thing, man. I just feel like I just want to, um, the, the day of our neighborhoods being like, oh, you pull up to this black neighborhood and the whole strip mall, everybody who owns it is a black it owner. It used to be like that. Yeah, it's like yeah, that shit was only over. in next Friday. And even the next Friday, Holy Moly owned the fucking lot. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was his lot. So, yeah, bro. Um, all right. So, yeah, we got to get our black this, dollars right before we start talking about all this change. Cause, and uh, we don't have to always go out. We don't have to always, like, be, be out the way. Like, we can really just spend time in, focusing and building within. And then once Ooh. you build in within, you bubble. You know so, what I'm saying? Back to this culture, right? Yeah. My boy last year put me on, well, not even last year, a couple of years, because we do this every year. In October, we use the whole month to be as frugal as possible, and we call it Stacktober. Okay. Because you're trying to stack all you can in October to try to do what you got to do to have a nice life. Thanks, holiday season, okay. so to speak, right? Because you balled all summer, September transition where you realize shit got to slow down. Like you said, might need to stay inside. So you work on that habit of staying inside so that in October you can be very efficient with spending your money. Stacktober. We getting ready for Stacktober this year, Deuce. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, bro, that way, like, because even Halloween, Halloween is a wash. I'm telling y'all in advance. It's on a Tuesday. Halloween weekend, it may feel good to get dressed, but it's not gonna feel the same. So don't even. Hey man, don't I may drop so. shit, bro. That Stacktober shit got me on. Um... You ready, huh? Yeah, bro. Look, you can freestyle right now over the Stacktober beat. Look, yeah. this is this real energy, yeah. dudes. At the look, drop of a hat. Uh, look, Thirty-one days, but shit ain't spooky. Uh, yeah. I said my life is a movie. Uh, yeah. High dollars, high paid, big rolls. We ain't on Tubi. Uh, yeah. Shit, jump through a hula hoop. Uh, Netflix when we at the spot Yeah, everything's hot We aren't on top, you are not Uh, shit, let me light the blunt up They be foolish if they run up Yeah, (laughs) got the heat on me Shit, you would think that the sun up Uh, yeah, we ain't been no runners Uh, we ain't been no stunners Yeah, everything in front of us is opportunity This community yeah, move with immunity. Shit, shit, we move with impunity. Shit, yeah, stacks. Ah, look, man, I love hip hop, bro. Like, I ain't gonna hold you. Every time I try to walk away, the game needs me. It just keep calling me back. It's like I'm a fiend. This rap is like crack. Like, honestly, just the culture. That's what I noticed about Dallas. You know what I mean? As we uh get ready to close it out on y'all. Because California is still in effect. Like, I'm still in that mood, right? Because it just was that impactful. The food out there was great. You know what I mean? It was it was heavy. It was affordable. The drinks out there were amazing. They pour them heavy. Everything, when they say it's bigger in Texas, bro, that is no cap. Pause. Look, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not needed. <laughs> not needed. Look. What the Nah, because the women, you know what I mean? All right, bro. Big yeah, women but out you there. still got to pause Big that. energy. All right, man. <laughs> you act like I said I was. Uh, I had, no, I didn't. I did act like nothing. Don't give me an example. Stop. We good. Yeah. We good. You know what they say about. Uh, <laughs> yo, it was this post the other day about uh, football commentators and how like, all the undertones be.
mad pause worthy and when they're talking about football. It's just hilarious. Yeah. Bro. Oh, man. Thank y'all for uh, spending some time in the counterculture life. I hope we gave you something to think about. Shout out to our sponsors, Teratokes and Atmosphere TV. Um, if you're not getting high, if you're not hitting on the Teratokes and you're not watching TV the right way, if it's not in the atmosphere, you feel me? So shout out to them. It's your boy, Do Stacks the God. Be careful what you pray for. Live and direct in Los Angeles, California at a really good studio. Everything good, everything vertical, all the time, every day. Yeah, man. And look. Just remember when uh, LA gets his facelift, we laid the uh, the first bricks for that. <laughs>